the truth is, is chiropractic is a done with you, not a done for you program. And it's going to require somebody to come alongside them, not as the hero, but as the shepherd that makes sure that they stay on the path. And that's going to call for you to assume and own the identity of being the mentor. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franzen. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I am Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Francis. And it is an absolute privilege and honor for us to be with you here. Doc, it's great to be in the studio with you in an afternoon setting. Yep, we it's are- Thursday afternoon of a mastermind week, Dr. Pete. You know, it's not, we usually do these things Friday morning, you know, fresh out of bed, a couple of cups of coffee deep. And, uh, uh-huh. but I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm feeling not, I'm feeling energized, man, just on the very tail end of a mastermind week. Uh, you're like me. You know, we have been slugging it all, slugging it out all week with all of our masterminds. We've had the privilege of coaching hundreds of CEO chiropractors around the world all week long. Uh, we we're just talking about the fact that we're now coaching over a hundred associate doctors inside of our build mastermind. It's just so cool. And, uh, you know, today's conversation just comes, just we're, go, we're coming in at 100 miles an hour off of a super powerful week, just chock full of just remarkable masterminds. Just awesome. Yeah. And Doc, I know that this, this uh, first conversation we're going to have today, which I'm, I'm excited about, is the ascension of the chiropractor. And I remember the first time that I had this discussion with you was actually in Dallas in 2020. Um, I remember sitting there at a table with you, Dr. Camilla, a few other docs. Dr. Peterson was there. I know uh, she's been enjoying our podcast, so shout out That's to right. Dr. Peterson. I remember having this discussion and thinking, man, this is so so important for every chiropractor to be at this table. Everybody should be here for this. So I know that recently you had a conversation with one of our CEOs and his doctors, and I would love for you to share that today as a setup for the discussion we're going to have today because this is such an important episode. This will actually be a great episode for you if you're a CEO listens to this to share with your associate doctors if they don't listen to this because this is a really good chiropractic episode. This is going to be a great discussion for us to have uh, around the ascension and the transformation of us as the chiropractor. So Dr. Steven, uh, let's set the stage for where we're going to go here just by opening it up on, you know, I'd love to hear the story of kind of where it started and then let's, uh, let's dig in. Yeah. So it is in the context of an associate doctor conversation, but honestly, this transcends associates. This is for everyone. This is for all of us, yeah. right? To, to understand these identities. Uh, so you know, the long story short, the lead doc was frustrated. He was just struggling with trying to um, optimize the productivity of their associate of the associate doctor team. It's just like a huge practice, like a super successful practice. And every one of these docs is like committed to the mission and on purpose, a player. So those are all the assumptions we're going to show up here with, right? But the reality is, is that the doctors 
as this uh, lead doc had put it, they were struggling with their certainty. He, he said their certainty, their conviction, and that was showing up in their confidence. And there were some remarks that they had made as he was challenging them on this that really, you know, he was alarmed by it. And he brought it to me and was like, hey, how would you deal with this? Like, how do you, you know, how do you get in their heads and help them get on the other side of this and exactly what should we be training on and, you know, what process, procedures, what scripting, et cetera. And the way he was describing it, it was, you know, in, in essence, was the, the associate doctor, a young doc, fairly inexper- inexperienced doc, although he's, they're getting their laps in in this busy practice, they're, they're saying to themselves, they, they essentially tried to identify themselves as like a technician, right? They're like, he's like, hey, that's really what I feel like my role is and how I serve the patients best here is really, you know, sort of the spirit of the technician, right? So he was just lacking some language here. So, you know, this doctor was like, how do I, how do I train them out of that? You know, and what do I need to equip them with? Uh, what would you say to them? And I'm like, well, first, what we got to recognize is that there's no amount of scripting training or process and procedural training that's going to, you know, get them to the next level is because this is an identity issue, right? So, you know, I, what I explained to him is that there's, there are, there are these ascensions in identity that we have the opportunity to ascend through as chiropractors, and it doesn't have to take a whole career, right? So if you're intentional about this and you're deliberate and mindful about it, and you recognize that there's this ascension available to you, you can choose. You can you just continue to choose to make this ascension in your own experience. And if I could just walk through each of these four identities, so to speak, Dr. Pete, I think it'll become pretty obvious to you. So, you know, first, when you talk about being this technician, this really involves that first ascension. And the first ascension is when somebody goes from being a manipulator to being an adjuster, right? So let's call it the manipulator versus the adjustor, right? So when when a doctor decides, you know what, there's a difference between just manipulating a joint, a segment, a fixation, whatever, to try to increase mobility, and decides that there's a difference between manipulation and an adjustment when there's an intention when your intention is to reduce interference to the expression of innate intelligence, right? So when you're, when you're adjusting a person, you're doing, delivering a specific hybrid adjustment with the intention of reducing interference to the nervous system, right? So when you have your objective is aligned with a philosophical basis, so you approach it within a totally different intention and a different awareness, that's when you go from being the manipulator to the adjustor, somebody who is actually what would appear to be doing the exact same thing from somebody from an outside perspective, but they personally have a different intention, which drives a different set of behaviors, including an analysis and an assessment and examination that leads them to a conclusion that this is the segment that needs a specific adjustment, right? So that's that first ascension. The second ascension is when you go from being the adjustor to the chiropractor, right? So this is where your intention is the same, but you start to educate the patient. And now the patient is receiving that adjustment differently from the chiropractor because you're actually changing their perspective of what the experience is, right? So when you shift somebody's paradigm and you change them from outside in to inside out, and they understand why they're being adjusted, right? So, you know, you share with them the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, as you love to say, And I love to hear you say it, man. So that's what it is. It's like you're telling somebody the truth around why they're there, why you're checking them, why you're adjusting them. And and it changes their experience of receiving that adjustment. So there's a specific intention and they now understand it. 
that the objective is to reduce interference to the nervous system, re reduce interference to the innate expression of health so that they have the opportunity to optimize their health, right? So now you've made that assumption from manipulator to adjuster, from adjuster to chiropractor. Now there's another ascension that's available to you as well as the doctor. It's when you, when you step into that role of being that person that tells people the truth in such a way that they recognize, listen, this is what's possible with your health. This is your health potential. This is a birthright, right? So for you to understand like you're right now, you should have a higher expectation of what your health experience should be. And the truth is, is you right now are here, brutal facts, and your health has gone sideways. So you're here and helping a person unearth their goals around where would you like to go, right? Like, so now they take back personal responsibility and they recognize that their behaviors matter. So we're giving back people hope and personal responsibility, giving them specific recommendations for care based on their goals and your findings. And you are mapping out a plan for them to follow. And the ascension from chiropractor to mentor, where you become their health mentor, when you become their Sherpa, their shepherd, and you get to come alongside them on that journey where you're not only telling them the truth and you're providing the chiropractic care and you're coming alongside them and supporting them, whether that means a hug or a high five or a headlock, whatever it takes for them to stay on track so that they can do the things that they're supposed to do, stop doing the things they're not supposed to do, and you're holding them accountable, that's when you make that ascension from chiropractor to mentor. Hey guys, Dr. Pete here. I've got a giveaway for you as a thank you for listening to our Remarkable CEO podcast. We have our Remarkable Attraction Immersions coming up in October, and we want to gift two $1,500 tickets to the first listener to send us a message on Instagram. One from the US and one from Australia. So please message us at The Remarkable Practice on Instagram and type in the message Attraction USA or Attraction AUS and we will get you your ticket. The dates and locations for the immersions are October 6th and 7th in Phoenix, Arizona and October 27 and 28 in Adelaide, Australia. Hey, hit us up on Instagram. Do it now. Be the first person and win a ticket to our attraction emergence. And we look forward to seeing you and meeting you there. Dr. Steven, this is such a rich conversation and, and I'm so glad we're having it. I think for all of you who are listening to this, uh, whether you're the CEO, a COO, an associate doctor, you know, or, or any other position you might find yourself in, this is absolutely vital because this actually is an identity issue, as you stated. And what can end up happening is, and we talked about this earlier, Doc, before we started, but there, there's a gravitational pull that actually uh, actually will want you to actually go back to the, the, the earliest or lowest form of existence. It wants to pull you back into it, which would be honestly back to a, just in a manipulator, a manipulation. Uh, and if you think about even just like the attack on the profession of chiropractic when it comes to just the, the laws and the rules and the rights of the practicing chiropractor and the, the, around the language of subluxation and what we've battled for, think about it from the beginning of uh, of the history of our profession, or at least in the in the past decades, it, it comes back to the the language and the terms that we use. 
which if you re, if you think about that, that's actually why it's such a, a significant finding, why it's so important that we protect and govern the chiropractic as a profession and what we do uniquely and distinctly and why that's so important because you can see that there's an actual pull that wants to pull you down to, no, you don't really, uh, you're not affecting the nervous system. It's just, it's just musculoskeletal, you know, you're just, you know, affecting the joint and the muscle and just relieving maybe just a little bit of pain and soreness and inflammation, but we're not getting into affecting the nervous system. And the reality is, is that couldn't be farther from the truth. And so we know that. And so what I also know, Dr. Steven, is that, you know, if you were to not function at the, the level and go through this ascension, this identity transformation, then the casualties along the way are your patients. And to me, that's a big deal. What I get concerned about is those who are the effect of me being the cause, meaning I did not actually adjust this person with intention. Think about it this way, guys. You can be in the middle of shift and off focus. And you know what that is? That's off purpose. And your intention in that moment was a distracted adjustment and that impacts people. And that's a big deal. And even if you've been there and done that and you've got a lot of laughs around the track and under your belt and you feel good about what you do, you're pretty good. I'll tell you what, if you're distracted and you're not focused, and you're not fully present, you're not fully engaged, that's an issue. That's why we say this is a sacred space for a sacred moment. We have reverence for the adjustatorium. We have reverence for this moment. We train people up in the way they should go. We teach them from the beginning about the sanctity of the adjustment, the sanctity of the adjustatorium, the time that, that we're here and the governing the doctor and what they're doing and you governing yourself and how you show up and remembering that there's other people here that are also uh, on, a, on a journey to, to health and healing and transformation and to respect that process. And as soon as you... You, you go off. As soon as you lose that focus and you stop focusing on that and you forget the power and the intent behind what you're doing, you've just deteriorated into a manipulator in that moment. And I'm sorry, but that's happened to me. I actually, I can't speak for you, but I know there's been moments when I'm like, I'm like, I used to have a rubber band on my wrist. And anytime that I would be adjusting, if I was a little distracted, I would just do this and pop it. And it was like, get back, get your head straight, man. And you'd be thinking, full hot seats. I got this post on the wall that says you got to get back with the day one or something like that. You're like, bam. But right now you're with Steven and Steven is with you and you, uh, you, he deserves your very best right now. So be with him and give him the best adjustment he's ever received. Then go to the next thing that that post it says on the wall or whatever. Right? So it's, 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 they deserve your very best. So that's intention. And then the education is the second ascension. When you go from Dr. Steven, you talked about the adjustor to that chiropractor. And you talk about the difference. The, the word that really stood out to me was educating. And we like to say to the patient when they come in that, you know, I have two jobs. It's educate and adjust. And each time you come in here, my job is to analyze your spine so I can specifically determine where you're at compared to where you, when you first came in and from the previous adjustment. So I can specifically give you the, the correct adjustment. The second thing that's going to happen is you're going to get a world-class adjustment today. Because each adjustment builds on the next, it's absolutely vital that you receive that. And third is you're going to get educated so that you can play your part in your health and healing and you can continue to get incrementally 1% better each and every time. You can count on me for those three things. The third part of the adjustment is actually the educational piece. Remember, people pay you for the accountability of you being the educator, right? We say the priceless adjustment. 
but they pay you a tuition for the education. You can expect that from me. But I'll tell you where a lot of us drop the ball is we don't set that expectation, Doc. We're not telling them you can expect this from us and here's what we expect from you. We lower the bar. So we settle for being adjusters and not really chiropractors. Or we pick and choose who we educate when we feel good about it or when we feel comfortable with it. And we decide whether it's convenient or not. And we kind of size up the patient and decide who's ready for it or not. Versus saying unapologetically, if you're here, then you deserve to be educated. I'm going to teach you these 12 things that everyone needs to know, including you to be healthy in order to unlock your full health potential. These are the things you need to know. And I'm accountable to teach you that. That's a decision you make each and every day and every visit. And you have choices. And it happens like this, especially when you're in the heat of the shift. And you can easily go from being a great chiropractor back to just an adjuster because you didn't educate. You did not use that moment and capitalize on that moment. And you allowed whatever the excuse or decision was to move you down that road. And that's on you. And I'm responsible for that. And there's casualties along the way. And then the last one, Dr. Steven, is that transformation from the chiropractor to the mentor, which says, you know what, doc, not only am I going to tell you something that you need to know to be healthy, but I'm going to ask you, what is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? And I'm going to ask you to commit to something and I'm going to hold you accountable to that. I'm going to follow up with you about that. And I'm going to make sure that you do your part in your health and your healing. And I'm going to actually ask you to grade yourself from time to time. I'm going to ask you, how would you grade yourself from A to F? How have you been doing with your commitments to your health? You said this was your goal. You said this was what you were committed to. I'm here to remind you and hold you accountable. That's the mentorship part. All of that's work, Dr. Steven. All that's leadership. And it's not for the weary. It's not, listen, if, if it was easy, right, everybody would do it. But it's the real deal. So I, I say all this because I'm inspired by this, but I'm challenged whether I'm a CEO or whatever role I'm in to set the standard and hold that line. It's vital now more than ever before. So I want to double click on what you just said there is like, it's hard, you know? So the truth is, is this is a perfect example of the hard easy, right? So if you do that hard work on the front end and set that expectation and you set that, that relationship in place as to who you are and who you'll be in their life, are you showing up and are you just the technician who's manipulating them? Or are you maybe in their mind's eye, just the technician that's quote unquote adjusting them, right? But they don't understand what the adjustment is because you haven't educated them. But in your mind's eye, you're having this personal experience where you know what you're doing, but they don't. That's you as the adjustor. But when you take the time to educate them and they know why they're being adjusted and why you're adjusting them, that's where you've made that ascension to chiropractor. That's the hard, easy. Do that hard work on the front end and that relationship gets easier. You have to hear that loud and clear. Everybody understands the hard easy, right? So you do the hard work on the front end, which elevates the relationship and the experience. On the other side of it, it gets easier. If you try to do the easy hard, guess what happens? Each and every subsequent visit gets harder and harder and harder because they just don't understand why they're there. You have to understand that this is not just philosophically aligned. This is a business conversation as well because this is your unique selling proposition. Beyond that, this is your unique success proposition as a chiropractor. This is your market promise, right? This is what sets you apart in a blood red ocean of a confused and crowded healthcare marketplace. So if you want to stand out in your community, CEOs, if you want your business, your doctors, your team, your offering to stand out, what do you stand for? 
right? That what, what you deliver in that adjustatorium and what the patients know they're receiving in the adjustatorium is what matters. That is your brand promise. So your brand promise is shaped and formed in the education of the patient as you go from adjustor to chiropractor. And if you have the chops and you're ready to uh, receive and accept the assignment, if you take on this mission, the next ascension is to go from chiropractor to mentor, to be their health mentor, to be their health coach, to be their Sherpa, their guide who comes alongside them and not only helps them see what's possible, not only delivers that great chiropractic care, but the truth is, is chiropractic is a done with you, not a done for you program. And it's going to require somebody to come alongside them, not as the hero, but as the shepherd that makes sure that they stay on the path. And that's going to call for you to assume and own the identity of being the mentor. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. All right, Remarkable CEOs, it is awesome that we have in the studio with us once again. I'm sure he's going to tell me how many times this guy's been a special guest, one of our experts in the Remarkable CEO program and in the Remarkable practice. We love having him on as a guest to our CEO podcast here, and uh, he is very much in the game in the marketing space and someone we look to for advice, for guidance uh, and direction, so we stay on the cutting edge of how to reach the people we like to say. You know, your brand is your message and you're the messenger and there is nobody better that can help us get our message out, get our brand out there and do it in the right way than Dr. Nick Silvery from Leverage Media. Dr. Nick, thanks for joining me here on the Remarkable CEO podcast today. Well, thanks for having me again. I, I lose track of how many times it's been, but I'll, I'll still stand by my all-time leader uh, guests. I do know that you are the all-time leader and I also don't know how many. <laughs> We'd have to go back and do an audit at this point. But thank you for taking the time. And so we had we were at a, an event recently in Dallas, Texas. It was our team building immersion. And Doc, you spoke. And I was sitting in the front with Dr. Franson. You know, I'm listening to it and I'm like, wow, like this is all new to me. Like I've heard about some of these people. I have no idea. This was, and I turned around, and I looked at the entire group, 400 people in the room. Every eyeball and ear was like, fixed on you. And I thought, okay, he is clearly talking about something in the marketing space that a lot of people are like, I don't know about any of this. Tell me more. And so you agreed to come on to the podcast as one of our trusted experts and give us some insights about, you know, where we're at. This is 2023. We know that marketing is always changing. We have to stay abreast of what's going on. And that's again, who you are. And we always look to you for that. So I'm just going to open it up and give you the floor and let you run with it. I'll, I'll poke around and ask questions if I need to, but I'd love for you to maybe unpack some of the things that you also shared with us 
in Dallas and then anything else that's on your mind, your heart, help us uh, have the best year yet. Sounds good. So when I was in Dallas, I agree, like, you know, how when you're speaking up at the front of the room, you can definitely tell when people are engaged and when they're not as engaged. And uh, when I was looking back at 400 sets of eyes and a lot of people taking notes, I knew that uh, that they were interested. And I had a lot of people come up to me afterwards that were interested. So what we were talking about is how can chiropractors use chat GBT in their business and in their marketing? And, you know, I, I, I've probably talked about this before, but I go and get training out in the world of marketing from the best people in the world. And I, I develop my marketing brain so that I can talk to anybody with any type of business about marketing. But because I've run a practice for 16 years, I have that brick and mortar chiropractic mentality that everything filters through. So a lot of the things that come onto the, uh, onto the scene and marketing or tactics or things, they're really made for big businesses, e-commerce, national, international brands. So only certain things apply to local businesses and then more specifically to brick and mortar service-based businesses. So when ChatGBT came along, I was just so excited because my marketing brain saw the opportunity for disruption that I really haven't seen probably since social media. So social media came along and really changed the dynamic of, of content marketing and getting your message out into your community. ChatGBT is going to really disrupt the way search is done. Maybe not so much at the local level, but definitely at like the national level. Um, and so I wanted to basically take that chiropractic brain, take that marketing brain and bring it to an audience that I love, you know, like really try to explain like, what are the things, how can you use it to make your life easier, you know, whether it's marketing or just business in general. So I'll kind of give you on, you know, I talk about content marketing all the time. That is going to make it a whole lot easier for people to be consistent with their content, I believe. I don't think that it is this panacea where you can just hit a button and it's going to spit out all the content that you need and you're not going to have to add anything to it. Dr. Franson always says God only makes geniuses and you're going to have to add your genius to whatever you're getting from ChatGBT. So in terms of content marketing, I really think there are a few different elements that are going to make it uh, or that ChatGBT is going to make much easier. The first and probably the most time saving is going to be just the research side of it. So a lot of times when, when I'm creating content, especially video content, but blog content as well, but with video content, if I don't know everything there is to know about that topic, or maybe I'm creating content for my office and I haven't seen patients in a long time. So some of that stuff is not, you know, at the tip of my brain. So I will do some research and I'll read some blogs and it'll take me maybe 30 minutes to get information from Google and from the internet. Well, ChatGBT is going to speed that up a lot because I can just put a prompt in of exactly what I'm looking for, read what they give me, make sure that it sounds right. You know, sometimes it spits out things that aren't 100% accurate. So you have to verify that what you're getting is correct. But, you know, in my experience so far, it has been very helpful. And instead of it taking me 30 minutes, it's taking me two, five, you know, and it's just saving me a lot of time there. The next step is how can you start to structure, whether it's the, the title of the video, the title of the blog, 
the bullet points, especially for video, like I don't like creating video scripts and reading them. I feel like you should just own it and have maybe three bullet points, um, you know, on top of your head that allow you to just, you know, kind of flow. And that way it's a lot more natural. So what I'm looking for is, okay, I have my video title. Now I feed that video title into ChatGBT and say, give me a couple of bullet points that I can talk about on the video. Give me 10 of them. I only need three. I pick which three are the best, or maybe there's only two that are good. And then I make up a third one, but it allows me to, again, do all these things that I hate doing. I'm good at like hitting record once I know what I'm supposed to be talking about, but the, the research and the structuring is what always uh, tends to cause me to put things off. If I had that taken care of for the next hundred videos, it makes it much easier for me to just like get started. If that makes sense. Man, I, I, you know, just those two as somebody who obviously we, we're, we care, we create content. We're building out a lot of content. We write copy for different things, like even this podcast as an example. And then thinking about, as you always talk about in your, you know, whenever I refer a client over to you or just the times that I've been with you and listen to you speak and teach is in, in a world where everybody's got something to say, you've got to differentiate yourself with your authentic brand, with right. your authentic message and the can kind of marketing strategies, those days are probably over uh, if they weren't already over, but you know, people can see through that and it's a noisy marketplace. So for people to really stand out, what I like about what you just said is that you can filter through it and actually get it down to, you know, a message that, you know, you can own, like you said, when you press play on that camera or press record, I should say, you know, you've got to be able to stand there confidently and, and, and deliver the message. Yeah. And and the time that a lot of doctors, they run into what they call, what is it? Writer's block. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that happens to a lot of us and it's like, and then what happens? We give up and we're like, screw it. I'm not doing anything. And then we come back a week later and we're still didn't get it done. So I love this already. Just like thinking about those things, two things right there is huge. I know you went through like probably 10 or 12 at the, at the event. Do you feel like, you know, we could go through a couple more here today. And then I think, you know, you've got you know, I love, I love for you to be able to maybe give insights into where the doctors can learn more about this. Cause I know from a strategic standpoint, this is something we, we really got to be on top of. Yeah. Um, and the, the one thing that you, you kind of mentioned in terms of just like authenticity, marketers ruin everything. So whatever idea comes along, you can, you can be sure that marketers are going to come along and just beat it into the ground and it'll be obsolete, you know, inside of a couple of years. So AI generated content and ideas and a lot of these things are going to just be everywhere, you know, in the next, once they really open up these tools in the next six, uh, six months, one year, two years, they're going to, they're just going to be everywhere. So your unique perspective, your authentic content is what's really going to resonate. So what, I, one of the main things that I was talking about in, in Dallas was, using G, uh, ChatGBT as a tool to be able to just get the juices flowing. It might be able to get you 40% of the way there, 60% of the way there, maybe even 80% of the way there in some cases, but you're going to have to come uh, over the top of it and add your, your layer of authenticity, your layer of expertise on it. But what I, I don't want you to think of this as just like a 
you know, done for you. All you have to do is type in a sentence and it's going to give you this big, beautiful thing that's going to change your practice. What's going to change your practice is to be sharing your expertise and using this tool to make it easier. Just like an iPhone camera makes it much easier to create content than it was five years ago. You still could have like done video content 20 years ago, but it was much more difficult. Now with iPhone cameras and social media, it becomes easier. These are all tools. These are not the solution to all of your problems. You have to have the strategy of what are you gonna use it for? What are you gonna use the content for? So a couple of other things that I think are gonna be really helpful. I'm just thinking off the top of my head of, of what some of the things were on the list. You know, one of the things is writing a book. I think that writing a book is always going to make you stand out as an expert, especially if you can get down to a really niche topic that you love treating, a type of patient that you love treating, a condition, whatever it might be. Because a lot of times, like, when I, I get free books from people all the time with all the good intentions of reading them. I buy books all the time with all the good intentions of reading them. A lot of these books back here were bought with good intention and probably have not been read yet. And they don't always get read. But the fact that they wrote the book makes me just, it's just the social proof thing. It's just like, well, they took the time to do that. That must be, they must know what they're talking about, right? So writing a book, starting with a, a blinking cursor on a blank page is a, is a daunting task. ChatGBT and other AI tools will, every step of the process, I mean, you could, you could probably ask ChatGBT, what are the steps to writing a book? And ChatGBT will help you to take what you've said, whether it's a Zoom recording that you then turn into a transcript using something like Otter AI, taking that, feeding it into ChatGBT to, to summarize it down to maybe 1,500 or 2,500 words instead of it being... 10,000 words of you going over here and you going over there, then being able to put that into chapter format. I mean, it's just the, it's not just chat GBT. Chat GBT was just the easiest for regular people to really understand, but there are so many different tools being created right now for video, for audio. There was one, 11 labs. I didn't talk about this in Dallas, but it, 11 labs is a tool that, you can feed, I fed a three minute clip of one of my videos so that I, because when I talk on video, it's different than when I talk in person, I'm just more animated. So I wanted the, the audio clip that I fed into it to be more of the, the animated version of me. I gave it to it and I, I copied and pasted something off of the internet, put it into, into the model using, using the model that they created of my voice. And it sounded exactly like me it sounded a little bit stilted, just like the way AI voices sound, but it was my voice. And if I feed, you could feed up to 50 clips into it and I'll do that. And it'll probably get much better to where I might be able to, you know, upload a blog and have, if somebody wants to listen to me, read the blog instead of read it themselves. So that's just like one little tool. And I discovered the 11 labs because there was a story of like, Nazis and incels on like 4chan or something, using it to make celebrities say racist things. And I was like, if it's good enough for the Nazis and incels, it must be a good tool or they wouldn't be using it. So I looked into it. And I was like, oh, this is great. So uh, the the 11 labs is not Nazis and incels. It's just who ended up using it to get in the news. But anyway, so that is just like one tool, Otter AI, 
uh, uh, what's it called? It's like Cynthia will create a video for you using like an AI person. Uh, so it's just like it, these things are coming out every day almost, and it will just become easier and easier for, for people to create content. But everybody that is lazy is going to rely 100% on these tools. Your authenticity is what's going to allow you to stand out from the noise. And then the last thing that I said at the event was writing contracts and reviewing contracts. I think that that is like a really cool way that ChatGPT is going to be able to be used. My girlfriend, who's an attorney who writes contracts or writes trusts and wills for a living, she was uh, a little bit nervous when I showed her like what all it could do. So uh, luckily we have a physical job, so we're not going to be eliminated by AI just yet. But but it's it's amazing how you know we spend a lot of money sometimes to get you know um, uh, associate contracts or non-disclosures or whatever, and we're signing a lot of contracts. So you can feed a contract into it, have it give you the summary bullet points of like what you need to know about it, and you know it takes you five minutes instead of you just blindly signing it, hoping that there's nothing bad in there. So there's just a there's it's never ending the opportunity with there. Or, or with the tools and you just have to, you know, kind of understand how they work and how you can use. Them. So good. So when, when we talk about becoming the CEO, one of the things we always say is you have to use leverage, mm -hmm. right? You have to use leverage, Specific um, leverage yeah. specifically <laughs> leverage for, for marketing. But we talk about leveraging systems, leveraging technology, leveraging team as a few. And what's cool is when you think about, what you're talking about the AI, you get all of those. You get a systematic approach, you get a invisible team and you get automation and technology. So it's, it's a way that, as you said, easier to create content, authentic content is still king and it will remain king. Yeah. And I mean, I, I just think we go back thousands of years, authentic content still rules, you know? So even today, Great strategy. I think you gave us four strategies here today. Doc Nick, so how can our listeners learn more? I'm sure, I know I my, my interest is incredibly peaked right now. Uh, how do we learn more? Uh, next steps with you? Do you have any resources for us? Uh, how do we connect with you? Give us the goods. So two things. Uh, one is if you want to learn more about how chiropractors can use ChatGBT, I created a guide, ChatGBT for chiropractors. And if you go to ChatGP, as in Paul, T as in Tom, for chiropractors, ChatGBT for chiropractors.com, uh, you can opt in there. Uh, we'll send you over the um, uh, the guide. Uh, you need to be a practicing chiropractor to, to get that guide. But if you go there and opt in, you can uh, do that. And, but just like all of these tools, whether it's it's Facebook or, or Google or uh, ChatGBT, you, you need to have somebody who really understands not just that the tool exists, but how can we as chiropractors leverage that opportunity? And so that's what you know I, I do at the helm of leverage media. I, I try to you know skate to where the, the puck is moving, not reacting you know six months after the fact. So by you know, all of our clients get all the benefit of the fact that I own a practice and that I have to keep on top of these things for my own practice's well-being. So if something works for my practice, you know, we roll it out to all of our clients. Um, so if you're interested in uh, working with a marketing agency that A, 
is run by a chiropractor, B is run by a chiropractor who owns a practice, and C really understands marketing holistically and comprehensively for a practice. If you uh, want to set up a strategy session with me, I'll go through your online presence. We can talk more about ChatGBT on that call, and I'll give you an idea of what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, opportunities you might be missing out on. Um, so if you're interested in that, go to contentintopatients.com. That's contentintopatients.com. And, uh, and we can set up a time to talk and I can give you some specific advice. And I'm sure Pete, you know, we've talked enough at this point and you've, you've sent over clients of yours. Uh, you know, I try to give as much value on, on those calls. And I, I would say that you probably understand that as well, that it's not just a sales pitch for leverage media, but we're trying to give you some value. You hundred percent do that. I can, I can, uh, vouch for you. Um, absolutely. So, well, you heard it here. Please take uh, advantage of Dr. Nick Silveri's offers, uh, both the uh, chat GPT for chiropractors.com, get that guide. And then it's contentintopatients.com if you want to connect directly with Dr. Nick. Doc, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for being a part of our program. Thanks for being a part of our tribe. You are one of our awesome, remarkable CEOs running a remarkable practice and multiple businesses and uh, grateful to have you a part of our family. Appreciate you joining me today. And thanks everybody for listening. And we'll see you next week on the next episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Until then, take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.